0: Holy Hour of Power, the Terry and Jesse show. <laughs> boy, oh boy, so much is happening, Terry. <laughs> you got uh, but but we're here to give you guys uh, uh, some, some intel, soul food, inspiration. We're here to just remind you that no matter what happens, no matter what comes our way, yep. we've got to stand up, stand up, stand up for Jesus with our lives, with our lips, and with our love. Terry.
1: Absolutely. And today's topics, Jesse, are just, you know, they're important, but they're sick, the culture that we live in a new movie coming out, Sound of Freedom. Producer tells Steve Bannon he put his life on pause to help end child trafficking. Folks, child trafficking is a bigger industry than the drug industry worldwide. And we're going to tell you that how we can stop this. It's amazing. And then our last segment is Wednesday. We'll have Church Militant on to tell us about three topics that we need to know about. Also, Jesse, uh, I thought this was good news. Bud Light... Sales were down 60% for the Memorial Day weekend, so I think people are implementing the boycott. Say, look, we're not going to put up with this. So I I think that is good news. Uh, also, I think that uh, it's always good news to hear shepherds speak the truth. And I have to say, our own shepherd Bishop Joseph Strickland uh, pointed out something that I thought was very good because he was he was responding to Father James Martin and on Breitbart, the headline Father James Martin says gay pride compatible with Sacred Heart of Jesus and you know rather than looking the other way what is what does uh wow. Bishop Strickland say he 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 says just the opposite it's the sacred heart that brings us to love of God that uh, you can never he says authentic charity leads us to the truth And Jesus Christ is truth incarnate. To tolerate false ideas is to tolerate blasphemy against Jesus Christ. That's a bishop. He says, in charity, we must speak for the truth and against false teachings. That's our marching orders, Jess
0: yeah false uh, it's false teaching false teachings and also and also leading people to bad behavior remember yeah that's a good point remember our 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 lady of Fatima said that most people are going to go to hell because of the sins of, the, of the sixth and ninth commandment yep, and so if you think there's nothing wrong with sodomy, trust me in hell, there will be a special place just for sodomites. Mm. The behavior is wicked. The yeah. behavior is is perverse. Yeah. It's intrinsically evil. It's disordered. It goes against the natural law. It goes against divine law. It offends God. And so James Martin, once again, he's wrong. What else is new?
1: Yeah, I get it. Jesse, any yeah, other also, what about you, brother? Yeah, let me need here, to here's know. another
0: here's a kinda of another good news item. Yeah. The Cat the Catholic uh California Catholic Conference, that's of the bishops of California bishops, yeah. basically. They released the following statement in response to the honoring of a member of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, homosexual men, mm-hmm. an openly anti-Catholic group by the California State and Assembly today. Because the California Assembly actually uh, gave them an, a, an award in in inside uh, in session, yeah. in, in inside the meeting. So the, bi- the California bishops have responded this way, quote, We are in sorrow and disbelief that California legislators paid tribute to a prominent member of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, a group that openly commits acts of hate, misogyny, and discrimination against Catholics, our women religious orders, and against Christianity. California is usually eager to condemn acts of hate, but today they chose to elevate them. Lawmakers praise the member of that group that actively disrupts our masses, events, and even steals our sacred Eucharist. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence holds events that ridicule our sacraments with names so crass we will spare repeating them. Our Catholic women religious voluntarily devote their entire lives to caring for immigrants, orphans, those in poverty working in hospitals and hospices and stepping in to provide a way for those who who would otherwise go without. Our nuns gladly serve others and remain in prayer even for those who openly disparage them. Our nuns should be recognized for their self selflessness not ridiculed and denigrated compounding our distress is the fact that the sisters of mercy previously owned the very land where the annexed portion of the capitol building sits there's a statue on the capitol grounds to recognize their contribution and today the state chose to support the desecration of their selfless acts and those who follow in their legacy as the state has now greenlighted prejudiced acts of discrimination, we ask that Californians rise above the legislature's divisive behavior and instead seek to treat each other with the love, integrity, and dignity that every person deserves. That wow. was from the California uh, Catholic Conference. That's the a, that's a bishops in, in California. Good, good for them. Yeah.
1: All right, brother. How about anything else? Unless we can get some uh, soul that's food, out? and let's get an update on what we're doing at Dodger Stadium too, yes.
0: Some soul food. Uh, Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Mark chapter 12, verse 18 to 27. Some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to Jesus and put this question to him, saying, teacher, Moses wrote for us. If someone's brother dies, leaving a wife, but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. So he's actually referring to today's first reading at Mass. The first reading was taken for the book of Tobit, chapter 3, verses 1 to 17. So today's gospel is referring to the book of Tobit. So much for people say, The gospels never mention the seven deuterocanonical books. Yeah, (laughs) Really? Yeah, really? Well, here's one of 300. Uh, It says, Now there are seven brothers. The first married a woman and died, leaving no descendants. So the second brother married her and died, leaving no descendants. And the third likewise. And the seven left no descendants. Last of all, the women also died at the resurrection. When they arise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, are you not misled? Because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. When they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they are like the angels in heaven, like not angels. Saints aren't angels. They're like the angels in that they have now eternal life. They have perfect charity. They're full of grace. That's what it means. It says, as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God told them, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He's not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are greatly misled the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Two two things that jump out real quick is number one is that, uh, God has something in store for us uh in heaven much greater than the sacrament of marriage it 's going we 're going to be immersed we 're going to be united to the Trinity. I don't know exactly how to explain that, but it's something I guess so mind blowing yeah. that it'll take it would take all eternity for us to put words to it. But we're gonna be immersed, we're gonna be uh consumed and enveloped with the love of the Holy Trinity forever. He will be our all in all. And the second thing I want to point out is that I know some people say that the saints can't hear your prayers. Not true. If the saints were dead, if they were mummies and they had and their souls were dead, then they couldn't hear anything. But the fact that they're in heaven uh, and they're in Christ because God is the vine and we are the branches and the, the, the saints are branches that are blooming. So because of God's willful permission, because of God's uh, permissive will, he allows the saints to hear our prayers and the saints in turn take our prayers to the throne of God.
1: Well said, Jesse. And I just want to, before I get to Bishop Sheen, I want to get a little update. We are going to be at the cathedral outside the cathedral We can't get inside the cathedral, so we're looking for a flatbed truck to put Bishop Strickland and all the speakers that are going to be speaking at the rally uh, here on the 16th of June. So if you know someone who could loan us a truck, I'll give you my cell number, 661-972-7872. If we don't get one, I'll rent one, but I thought we'd ask there. Just give us a little bit more of an update how we're going to do this. We're going to be marching to Dodger Stadium from the cathedral. Yes, from the cathedral. Uh, and again, we if we can have a
0: flatbed truck, it would be nice. Oh, yeah. that we could have the speakers. Yeah, I got the PA be, system. Purchased. Yeah, be, and the PA system will be provided by Virgin Most Powerful Radio. And uh, but we need a flatbed truck. We'd like to have the speakers on top of the truck, exactly, uh, so that they can so that they can they can inspire the rest of us that are about exactly. to go on procession on a prayerful procession. Yep. So that's it, or even maybe even just some big truck, uh, you know, an open bed truck where the speakers can be back there and they can give an inspirational speech to the thousands of us that are going to be there marching uh to Dodger Stadium in a in a peaceful prayerful rally. Uh I I want to say Terry that we have the full support of the Los Angeles Police Department. I'm very impressed. I am too. the way they've been collaborating with us and so, my hats off to the Los Angeles Police Department. I know it's not, and I, I know, and I know it's not easy being a cop today, but boy, oh boy, they're doing a the yeoman's job to make sure that this is a safe event for us.
1: <laughs> Amen. Let's bring the smartest guy into the room before. They- oh, ahead. Actually, Bishop Sheen has Saint Anthony of the Desert. And are you- okay? The first one, he's he's talking to Saint Anthony, and what is his comment? He says, "A time is coming. This is the fourth century when men will go mad." And when they see someone who's not mad, they will attack him saying, you are mad, you are not like us. <laughs> I, just I had to say that because what we're doing right now, they think we're mad. And then I'll leave on one more quote from Pope Pius X, the saint. He said, the primary duty of charity does not lie in toleration or false ideas. And see, Jesse, these are the saints that are speaking to us. I mean... You're great, Jess, but you're not a saint, okay? That's I mean, right. we, we can let's go to the, the our big brothers and sisters in the Lord and get inspiration from the lives of the saints, especially for our time that we're living in. Jess, when we come back, it's a sick topic, but it's out there. It's human trafficking, child trafficking. There's a new movie coming out with a good friend of ours. We want to support that. We want to stop this because it's a bigger industry than the drug industry. Terry,
0: we also also want to mention also something that's happened in uh, the University of San Diego as well. Oh,
1: that's sick. Yep. We talked. Yep. We'll be back, folks. Terry and Jesse show. We're too blessed to be stressed. We're too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was funny, we'd be billionaires. Stay with us, man. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Jess, let's get an update down in San Diego. This is what I call um, a a, a travesty that a university, a Catholic university, is is having a conference to promote sin with, with priests. I mean, this is like, why can't they get canceled because of their shenanigans? And why is it that someone who's orthodox, who does things like put the blessed sacrament in the center of the church, puts communion rails back up? Is preaching the Orthodox teachings of the church. They get canceled. But let's talk about this group down in San Diego and why. What is it that they're doing that's so offensive? Not to me, it is offensive to me, but more importantly, to our Lord.
0: Hats off to Michael Hitchborn Lepanto Institute. Yep. On uh, June 12th, 13th, and 14th, uh, Michael Hitchbourne and many Catholics out in San Diego are going to be doing a prayer rally Good. during the meeting. They're going to be doing it. And, and Michael Hitchborn will be giving some inspirational talks as well. But what's going to happen, Terry, on those three days, June 12th, 13th, and 14th, is over in San Diego, <coughs> the, the Association of United States Catholic Priests, they're known as the AUSCP, they're going to hold their annual assembly at the University of San Diego, June 12th, 13th, and 14th, it's going to be hosted by Cardinal McElroy. I just got corrected by my and, engineer. And, and, yeah, Cardinal no, McElroy. not McElroy, that's McElroy. McElroy, okay. okay. Yeah, although not, no, not well known to many AUSCP uh, Catholics, this is comprised of, of, of U.S. priests and bishops Sick. who actively promote positions contrary to traditional Catholic teaching be on faith and morals. Go ahead. Here are the examples of this rogue group that has many priests and bishops in good standing in this group. They 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 are they're, they're for ordaining women to the priesthood. Oh, yeah. They they approve Homos- priestless parishes. Yeah. They approve of homosexual couples adopting children. Yeah. They approve of dissolution of priestly chastity. They encourage active lifestyles of homosexual uh, homosexuality amongst priests. They protest state restri- uh, state restrictions on public drag queen performances, and they've issued a statement on, on quote, being gay, ordained, faithful to the church, and appreciated by the church. You're <laughs> right. So, the the Catholics out there in San Diego are going to have a three day uh, spiritual battle for Holy Mother Church. They're going to be doing prayers of reparation with the Holy Rosary by means of a visible presence of prayer and resistance to the heresies being endorsed. Uh, Michael Hitchborn from Lepanto Institute will be out there heading this. He'll be praying at the entrance of the uh, U.S. San Diego campus. Uh, uh, So we need Catholics in San Diego to go out there to help in praying the rosary and holding banner signs because the spiritual battle... It takes work and it takes workers. And if we fail to stand against these things now, then more souls will be lost. And our Lord is already so much offended. So please help Michael Hitchborn and the Catholics out there in San Diego with your physical presence or, or your prayers, at least during the event. It's going to be from June 12th to June 14th. And the times of the prayer are going to be 11 a.m. So it's going to be two times. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Then 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Monday and Tuesday. It's going to be at uh, UC San Diego. The address is 6100 Linda Vista Road, San Diego, California. Unbelievable. And there's a pay-for-parking lot on campus, uh, or or you can park on the street. Again, this rogue group, they're called the Association of of United States Catholic Priests, AUSCP. This event is being hosted by Cardinal Robert McElroy. And uh, many priests and bishops actively promote the positions that are contrary to traditional teachings on faith and morals. And so as Catholics, it's time to roll up your sleeves in San Diego and go out there and... uh, and, uh, participate with the lepanto institute if you want more information go to lepanto institute.com lepanto institute.com
1: and even if you can't go out say a prayer of reparation for these sacrileges that are going on this is what i meant and i'm, I'm going to be honest with you jesse it goes right back to the top in the church the holy father the cardinals these are the guys that are going to be held responsible for allowing these things go, to go on because I can't stop them. Just you can't, but we can make reparation. But we can pray for our leaders that they will have the guts to cancel them. Yeah, Yeah, it's what I said. Because what they're doing is undermining the Catholic faith from the top down. And this is something that needs to stop if we're going to be able to get back to evangelizing rather than uh, corrupting people with... The world, the devil, and the flesh.
0: Terry, with this organization of of rogue priests and bishops, the AUSCP. I'm familiar with them, yeah. Yeah, Terry. What they do is is they, they they basically promote modernism. Yes. That that's
1: what they do. They promote modernism. And they don't get penalized for it. No, that's Terry. The, that's the tr- see, Jesse. This is why we should be angry. Righteous anger says, "Wait a minute. We're Catholic. Why can't our leadership have the have the courage?" to say hey look you're fired if you're not going to follow the t- you made a promise when you were ordained and you, you failed to keep it you're done Terry, in mo modernism as we well know it's it's it's
0: it's the cancer in the catholic church it's today that's what yes. we're battling yep. it's it's the cancer in the catholic church and it's uh it's something that must be fought and we will be fighting t- this until the, the second oh, yeah. coming of christ oh, yeah. and so uh, just one more time i just want to mention sure. uh go to uh, the Lepanto Institute website and join our fellow catholics June 12th, 13th, 14th uh over there at UC San Diego and you can see the times there and it's going to be a prayer of reparation, prayer rosaries of reparation for the uh for the heresy being taught at that conference, Terry.
1: Yeah, we need to do that. Jess, let's let's talk about another big huge problem in the world and I might add even add in the church, Jesse. This child trafficking, we've caught religious priests and nuns involved in this trafficking. This is sick. But this is an article Sound of Freedom pr- movie. Producer tells Steve Bannon he put his life on pause to help in trafficking. He's a good friend of the show, a friend of ours. And actually, we had, a, a Jesse, you had a lot to do with him uh, educating him, and Fulton Sheen did too on the faith. So let's get into that.
0: Eduardo Venosteghi, a Catholic actor and producer. Yep believes that if everyone knows what's going on uh, in, in terms of child, child trafficking could be halted, yep. but just a lot of people aren't aware of how widespread this oh, is. Shit. And so he he was on the war room recently with Steve Bannon. And so in an interview with former Trump advisor, Steve Bannon on Steve Bannon's war room, oh, oh. Eduardo Verasegui, the Catholic actor and movie producer, he told the story of how he resolved to put his entire life on pause to help end human trafficking by producing the upcoming film "Sound of Freedom," which exposes this, by the way, Terry, yeah. it exposes.
1: Oh yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna get. Heck, oh man, he's he's. Mur- he already, a mur- he's a mur- he already man.
0: told me that he walks around with bodyguards, armed bodyguards. He's been already. He's been threatened. His life has been threatened by very powerful people yeah. around the world. Powerful. Yeah. Of so course. he walks around with uh, armed security constantly. Uh, by the way. Uh, the protagonist the main actor of the movie is actor Jim Caviezel I'd love him uh and so this movie I'm t- I'm telling you it's it's second to none I've already seen the the pre- preview of it wow so you'll I'll, I'll give you the gist of of, of what uh, of what Eduardo said here yeah he said uh that he was approached at, you know he's made several movies uh, little boy you know Ball, he's made some very good movies but he was approached by a gentleman by the name of of uh, Tim Ballard, mm-hmm. and 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 this is what kind of flipped Eduardo to really put his entire life on hold and follow up on this. So, uh, in in after he made the little boy, again he was approached by uh, this uh, gentleman by the name of Tim Ballard, uh, and they told Eduardo about Tim Ballard. He has an organization called Operation Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. He's the founder, Tim Ballard and his team. And Eduardo learned about their undercover work across the globe to rescue kidnapped and sexually exploited children. Wow. So Eduardo, when he heard the story, he goes, man, I gotta meet this guy. And so uh, he met Tim Ballard and Tim Tim Ballard told Eduardo, he said, it's very sad uh, how widespread this problem is, but it's a worldwide problem, this child sex trafficking. And uh, Eduardo says it was very clear to me what I had to do. Yep, I had to pause my entire life to end child trafficking. And he says uh, he goes up, and, and this guy's life, uh, and this movie will be a weapon of mass instruction and inspiration. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. It's like the Passion. I'm telling you, Terry's right up there with Can't it. Can't wait to see it. And uh, and and so Tim Ballard talks about his most dangerous rescue mi- mission over in Cartagena, in Colombia. And uh, the movie is about the way this man, Tim Ballard, he left the federal government. He had a very good job with the federal government, but he had a heart to save children from child sex trafficking, and so he he basically he's left his employment with a very steady employment with the federal government. Uh, he's a fa- he's a Mormon father of six children, and he wants now to dedicate his entire life. To just uh, he he started basically a group of men, ex military, ex law enforcement, and it's like a they're like a mercenary group. Awesome. Uh, and, and all they do is they're connected with law enforcement all over the world, mostly in South America where this is being done. And they'll they'll they're told where uh, where a a pimp is, you know. Yeah. Uh, somebody like Epstein, they'll they'll tell them exactly the location of a place where a lot of kids are being uh, ki- they were kidnapped and being sexually exploited. And so he'll go out there and do rescue missions. Eduardo says, after eight years of working on this film, Sound of Freedom, he says, I thought its release would be a no-brainer because it's about a cause that should she unite everybody. I mean, saving children as young as three and five who are being raped 15 times a day. Oh. So Eduardo said he, when he finished the movie, they pitched it first to Netflix. Netflix says, nope, don't want nothing to do with it. They pitched it to Amazon. Amazon said, nope. We don't want nothing to do with it. And uh, at first Eduardo was baffled that they would refuse to host the film. And he probably said, well, maybe it's simply due to a lack of objectivity about about my own production. Maybe it's not that good. But then he noticed that when he started showing the film to thousands of people pre-screening it around the country, Mexico and the United States, people were responding with with tears and standing ovations. Hmm. And he goes, wait a minute. I thought something's going on. Something's really weird here. And uh, and then I thought, of course, ah, ah Netflix and Amazon and others—they're blocking this film. You know why? Of
1: course, money. Because this crime is everywhere. Exactly. And who knows, Terry? They're probably part of it. Oh, of course, they are, Jesse. This is so prevalent all over the world. they its a, its its bigger than the drug industry the, on the black market. This is huge. And you know what drives it, Jesse? In my opinion, pornography.
0: Yeah, they're yeah. being. No, great. it does.
1: When you yeah. promote pornography, you're building up. A demand for child, uh, child pornography. And then this is uh, you know trafficking for them. And when we come back, we'll finish up with this article. But I want to just mention it's July 4th is when the film will come out. Uh, I think they did a, a splendid a job to helping. Just think if they can save one child, what, what takes place there. Wow. Stay with us, family. You're listening to The Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We'll be right back.
0: We're back to Terry and Jesse show. We're sharing with you a movie that's about to be coming out. Yep.
1: In, in Sound of Freedom. Sound,
0: Sound of Freedom. Yep. Uh, Jim Caviezel's the main protagonist. He pray he plays Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard is a man of goodwill, who's dedicated his entire life. He's left his his uh, well paying job with the federal government. To start basically an organization to go out and save children from sex traffickers or what we would call in the streets of Los Angeles pimps. Yep. that's what they are. Epsy, these are high level pimps. So um, Eduardo, when he was uh, he says because he lectured us here in Arizona on the movie, he said that that the United States this is this is embarrassing. The United States is the number one consumer of child sex. And who produces the most? Uh, And he says, and guess what? Mexico is the number one provider of child sex. I would have never thought that,
1: Jesse. That surprised me when I
0: read that. Yeah, because the cartels have taken it over. Drugs and sex. The the Mexican cartels who are Satanists. Whose God is Baphomet, yeah. uh, the 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 demon god of sex trafficking Makes and sense. sex and, and and child sacrifice? Makes sense. That's who they worship. Yep. And so, this the Satanists in Mexico, which are a sizable, powerful number. Yeah. Uh, they're the ones that are the number one providers. They surpass Thailand and all these other countries where, you know, the rich and famous used to go over. You know, to, to, to Asia and Thailand specifically yes, Thailand. when they wanted to have sex with children. OK, now you, they, they're going to Mexico now. Uh, Eduardo says that if everybody knew what was going on, child trafficking could be halted. That's why he made the movie. Right. And according to official statistics, Eduardo says forty forty seven 47 children disappeared daily in Mexico alone. And he believes the real numbers are three times that amount. Eduardo, who's an expert in this field because he's been studying it for seven years, and he's had access to Tim Ballard. Who they're good friends now. Uh, Eduardo says, if we don't know, if we don't do something now, the pain of these children will reach out to all of us. Yes. And then we will be the ones who will be a living nightmare. Uh, he says, we have to do something. Whatever is in your hands, uh, Eduardo said, exhorting his listeners, he says, we all can act according to our different talents. Yep. He said, ask God, how can I help stop child trafficking? Uh, you know, uh, 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 tell God that I'm an, I'm an instrument. What can I do to end this? So he's calling all of us. All of us have to do something. Even if it's, if it's prayer, something. He, Eduardo says, because if this was your child you would hope that the whole world would stop everything they're doing so they can help you find your child. Let, let's do the same thing for children of other people. So The Sound of Freedom yep. will be released in 1,200 movie theaters across America on July 4th. And that was a miracle in itself, Terry, because I'm telling you, this Hollywood is, 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 is involved and in uh, this whole child molestation, oh yeah, ch- yeah, child sex trafficking, and so for him to be able to get it in twelve hundred theaters to open up, that was an act of God.
1: Absolutely, and and again, I want people to get the word out. July fourth is when it is coming out. Remember, this is the man who produced Bella. And we all remember that. Uh, he's phenomenal got phenomenal movie. Yeah, phenomenal movie. It saved a lot of babies' lives. And now he's going right into this. And you know, I'm going to make. Terry, a what f- about the, li- the little boy? The I little boy noticed. was a fantastic movie. That's that's also uh, adorable. Here's what I want to make the connection. Not only is pornography uh, the tie-in, drugs, abortion, they all they all go together. And so we, if we can stop, you know, the pornography, the killing of innocent uh, babies, the demand for child uh, child children for pornography's sake. Will, see, will cease because if there's no demand for it, so we need to get rid of all these uh, pornography all these evils that are corrupting people. and the thing about it is we don't want to talk about it. I don't like to talk about this. this is horrible, but you know what? I saw it on, on YouTube a, a woman who had spent her, mo- all, her her mother would sell her to the pimps, and she saw horrible things. she saw little kids being murdered. She had to witness that. And now what does she do The rest with the rest of her life? She's 44 years old. She's trying to stop it. She's doing everything in her power to stop what is going on with this trafficking because she's been there. I, I have no idea, Jesse, how bad it is, but I can imagine how it's corrupting so many people's lives. And again, what about the people who are doing this? Jesse, that's a, that's a ticket for hell, baby. Oh, I mean, my. come on, dude. There's got to be a really... Deep corner in hell for people like this.
0: That's right, and uh, so again, the Sound of Freedom is going to be released July Fourth. Yep, twelve hundred movie theaters across America. Awesome. Every Catholic and Protestant and person of goodwill should go watch the movie. We already bought tickets. Me and my wife for opening night, July Fourth. Sound of Freedom is going to be released in twelve hundred movie theaters across America, and the mission of this film. Is, is to spread worldwide awareness about the horrors of human trafficking. Uh, and, and if we're going to spread awareness, that means getting as many people as possible to go to the theater. So you can even go online now and start purchasing tickets for The Sound of Freedom. Uh, and uh, and if you want to see who this uh, gentleman, Tim Ballard, is, to me, he's one of, to be honest, he's one of the bravest men uh, he's one of the bravest men in the world right now doing what he's doing. He left a well-paying job with the federal government to to basically start an organization, a mercenary group, mercenary soldiers of guys that just spend their life. They find out where these kids are being trafficked and they go out there and they do escapes. They do rescues. Uh, and so if, uh, if 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 you want to find out about uh, Operation Underground Ground Wet Rescue, this organization that's involved in this, uh, Tim Ballard Ballard's organization. Uh his organi- his website is ourrescue.org, ourrescue.org. dot org. dot org. Also what I want to just say about the movie The Sound of Freedom, yes, made by Catholic actor and director Eduardo verastigan and Alejandro Monteverde. Uh, which is coming out, you know, July, uh, July 4th. Uh, it shows the diabolical world of adult and child sex trafficking. It shows how wicked and evil this world is. And and here's some mind-blowing facts that I learned from Eduardo when he came down to Arizona at a special screening that he gave us. Uh, it was over in Tucson, Arizona, in fact. Carrie Lake was in the audience as well. He said, number one, Mexico is the largest exporter... ...of child sex trafficking in the world. Terrible. Number two, the USA is the largest consumer of child sex trafficking. Terrible. Number three, 80% of women that come across the border are raped. And after the women are raped, the Mexican cartels hang the underwear of the victim... ...on a tree branch or bush. Uh, Many of my friends that live in Tucson tell me, Jess, when I look out my window... He says there are thousands and thousands of women's underwear hanging on trees wow. in the deserts of the United States Southwest Territory in Arizona. Yeah. Number four, human trafficking is an one hundred and fifty billion dollar business. You, you think our government uh, is, isn't uh, involved in this? You think oh, yeah. uh, Holly was not involved oh, in this? Yeah. Let me give you the numbers. It's an $150 billion business. And this movie is is, is about is exposing that what Jeffrey Epstein was doing in his Epstein Island is truly, Terry, an international diabolical problem.
1: And Jesse, not only that, the one I saw also about this human trafficking, even in Europe and uh, the, the European countries, this woman was explaining all of these government officials were involved in this, and it was hush hush. She said people who have big names, they've been in government hmm, fifty years. Uh, <clears throat> do you anybody? You know anybody like that in America? I do. Uh, in other words, there it's it's the governments of worldwide that are involved in promoting this. This is way too big, Jesse than uh, you know than anything that we know of so we just have to pray but also let's see what God's calling each one of us to do when you see the movie I'm sure it's going to convict many people to get involved in stopping this
0: yeah and this is why Terry we need to secure our borders because this is happening in the border states this is where the transactions are being made and it's interesting uh, even St Gregory of Nyssa this 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 is an, one of the old church fathers this goes back thousands of years St Gregory of Nyssa look at what he says about borders he says this quote the devil is the one who removes the borders of nations close quote yep. St Gregory of Nyssa I'm going to I'm going to it again the devil is the one who removes the borders of nations? Close quote. Wow. <laughs> wow. So it seems like it seems like the devil is working with the Democrat Party. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because a border represents order and protection. So taking the border out represents disorder and being unprotected. And we know that a country. What makes a country a country? A country is defined by its borders, its language, and its culture.
1: Well said, Jesse. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit with church militant. I'm going to have to run. I've got another thing i got to do. Uh, but I want to mention, Jesse, real briefly about uh, the Dodger Stadium protest. Again, if people just tuned in, Jess, tell us a little bit how we're going to handle this.
0: Well, we're going to have a final meeting today. Uh, with, with Terry's going to be involved in it with some of the leaders. Uh, but so far, again, it's going to be on June 16th. Right. Uh, we're supposed to meet... Uh, at 4 30 the procession is supposed to start uh after today we'll know exactly the times of what we're going to do yeah today after this afternoon's meeting uh we will know exactly the protocol we'll put it out through many different apostolates including this one and every day's radio program up until the event uh you know vmpr's website my website and all the, the apostolates uh we'll let them know after today the uh the, the, the final protocol of what and how we're going to do everything.
1: You got it. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us we'll be right back after a quick break. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888 526 Two one five one. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: Terry and Jesse show got our good friend uh, from Church Militant, my brother Nick, and there's a lot to talk about. I'm sure. I'm sure he's. I'm sure his plate is full. Nick, welcome to the show, my friend. And what's going on in the world of the church, politics, and culture?
2: Yeah. Hey, Jesse. So, uh, got a lot going on, of course, always, uh, first off, as I'm sure you guys have talked about Pope Francis did have surgery today and also, uh, been praying for the Pope and his health, uh, just right off the bat, want to get that out there because, uh, you know, he had a pretty, he's, he's had a lot of health problems recently and all. And so this is a time to pray for him and for his health and that he can be a great leader for the church. So throwing it out there, but, um,
0: Nick, what was the surgery for? Yeah.
2: So he had within uh, abdominal region this time. We know he had several different health issues, but this was an in, uh, um, abdominal thing. Mm-hmm. It's they played it off as, as it's not you know uh, very serious, but you never know with these things. They they normally tell you as little information as possible. Mm-hmm. But he was supposed to uh, go through surgery and all today, and he did uh, venerate a relic of Saint Therese, left a, a rose at a relic of Saint Therese today, praying to her um, and even announced that he wanted to write a, a letter for like an apostolic letter for her um 150th uh birthday basically and so uh that that's possibly soon to come but yeah pray for the pope oh. Oh. S-
0: amen i prayed for him this morning at mass so uh i checked that one off the box so what else is going on my friend
2: yeah, so we have, uh, in, out in Oklahoma, there's some controversy with education there. So we have uh, a preliminary approval of the nation's first religious charter school that's going to be taxpayer-funded. So there's uh, some pushback to that, even on the Republican side. So the governor is for it. Some other people are for it. But then some are against it just because you never know with it being taxpayer-funded, what is that going to mean? And uh, how, how is that necessarily going to work? We don't know. But it's— um, so one of our uh, a friend that we know uh, Jeremy Wayne Tate, he is uh, big in the classical education movement. He talked about how you know it's it'd be foolish for us to not see that public schools and schools in general right now they are religious, they're just not Christian, but they are religious, and so it would be good yeah. for us to have these schools that people are able to have that are you know the right religion how that'll work out we'll, we'll still have to see but you know these other schools they are pushing religious things and and they new he he says that the virtue they push the hardest in, in their new religion is this virtue of tolerance where we need to come in because a lot of catholic schools you know they're very expensive and all they can't really be uh a lot of people can't pay for that so that this would be a great way f- to have these good christian schools and we'll uh, we'll see what ends up having that they start. They're going have to have more votes on this, but it's it's good. It's good. Uh, it's going well so far.
0: That's good. Well, I can tell you that most of the public education is basically just secular humanism. You know, it's secular humanism 101. It's it's Darwin, uh, you know, Kinsey, uh, you know, uh, all these, uh, you know, Maslow, all these sociologists and psychologists that's exactly what our kids get from K to 12 and and that's why the catholic schools that that's why they they were born is because uh catholics early on in the country they wanted to to make sure that Jesus Christ was lord and center of education and that they were taught they were taught a, a classical education not not uh you know the modern theologians like uh you know uh, Darwin and, and uh, you know, Kinsey and, and all these other, uh, you know, uh, fa- fathers of secular humanism. So what else is going on, my friend?
2: Yeah, so we have uh, the Human Rights Campaign, which is the largest like pro-gay activist organization in the country. They have declared a state of emergency for LGBTQ people oh. in America. Because because of the laws that are being passed this year, they said they're, they're claiming there's been over 75 anti-LGBTQ laws that have been passed in the United States. And uh, the, the president of the organization talks about how, you know, the threats that millions in the community are facing aren't just perceived threats. They're very real and dangerous, and they're resulting in violence against these, uh, you know, LGBT people, and they're putting everyone's safety at risk by, you know, having laws about, you know, who can use what bathroom and keeping porn out of books in school libraries and just all these different things that, um, that, that, that are being classified as, as hate laws.
0: That's interesting. I just, somebody just, uh, in my telegram or my signal account, somebody just sent me an article that said that, uh, there's a rise in monkeypox as a result of all this uh of all these uh, uh the 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 renewed pride movements and, and and assemblies and gatherings I'll have to look at it and and I'll share with the audience but I found that very interesting
2: yeah i um I, I would assume, I, I thought, I mean, that was kind of dead and gone. I was, I was surprised whenever it just died out so quickly. But I mean, it being June now again, I would. It's, it's not surprising that this would be the time if it were to resurge, because it was this thing that they were um, bolstering up for a while as, as like the next great disease or whatever, but that, n- neglecting the fact that it was only really affecting one subset of the population. But yeah, I, I would not be surprised if right now it were making some kind of resurgence. Yeah, what else
0: is going on? Yeah, I, uh, that's uh, that doesn't surprise me. Again, uh, a resurgent in, in monkeypox, and nobody even talks about the HIV anymore. It's it's no. just oh, I got HIV. They just give you medication, and everybody's quiet about it. I'm sure I'm sure nobody's doing any running statistics on that. I'm sure that's on the rise. They just put people on medication, lifetime medication. But uh, of course, we'll never find that out because that would be a uh, uh, you know that that wouldn't go too forward. well. Yeah, see, come on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So. So what else is going on, my friend? Yeah. So we have uh, the group Moms for Liberty is now on a a, now on a hate map list. So the SPLC has their like list of hate groups and all that they have, which includes like the KKK and even church militant and other people that are these um, that are that promote hate. Around the world, and uh, Moms for Liberty has been added to that list now of, of hate groups out there because you know that they don't—they're not for inclusive movements in schools, and that they—they they don't allow this inclusive curriculum that contains you know race and discrimination and LGBT propaganda. And so n- now they are officially a hate group. Moms trying to have their children learn you know just regular stuff at school, just math without math without the racism involved.
0: Yeah, well this is called what what's the term diversity, equity and inclusion. inclusion. Yeah, that this is this is the battle that we're now fighting. Uh, it's always morphing from, you know, first they called it years ago, they called it uh values clarification. They want to insert values clarification. Then a couple of years after, they started calling it common core, common core. Then a few years after that, they started they started calling it uh uh, the 1619 project and and uh and now we have uh now it's morphed into diversity equity and inclusion i mean i can't even keep up with the woke left they're always coming up f- with with new f- catchphrases that make them sound very important it makes them sound mm-hmm. very smart but it's the same thing It's the same diabolic Marxist agenda into public education. They just rewrap it every couple of years with a different name.
2: Yeah, they make it sound really good, and, and it's it can be somewhat appealing sometimes. It, it's it's nice to be able to think that you're the victim, that, you know, people are out there oppressing you. It gives you a way out of having to take responsibility. It, uh, it just lets you feel kind of freer, uh, feeling like you can identify as whatever you want, and you don't have to really take on the responsibility of being, you know, a moral person and following Jesus and all those things because, you know, people are out there— They hate you. They're trying to kill you. And, oh, the government has something to offer you and they're going to protect you.
0: Yep. Uh, Or so or so we think. Uh, Nick, thank you very much for uh, coming on every week and and giving us an update. Anything else? Anything else on, on the docket there?
2: Yeah, I mean, I heard you guys talking about it earlier, but just wanted to push forward again with that June 16th protest. And today is, if you if you want to do a novena to the Sacred Heart, today would be day one for the Sacred Heart novena, the efficacious novena to the Sacred Heart, something Padre Pio prayed every day for those who asked him uh, for his prayers. So he would, he would say those prayers every single day for them. So today would be day one of that novena. If you want to offer it up either for the uh, success of our protest against the Dodgers or for other things in your life that, that need your prayers. But today would be the day to start the Sacred Heart Novena, and please pray for and attend, if you can, June 16th, the Dodger Stadium protest.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, just so people know, uh, it, it, it's, our, our gathering is not going to look anything like Antifa for Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yes. It, these, the, these are followers and disciples and lovers of Jesus Christ who will be uh, marching down the street, processing down the street, whatever you want to call it, pilgrim, pilgriming down the street, praying uh, with with a heart full of love for Jesus, with faith, and uh, and also as a public witness because public desecration or public sin requires public reparation for that sin. And so that's why we as Catholics and all the people of goodwill that join us, that's why we're going to be there praying because... We want to repair the damage. That's what reparation means. Because God is holy, holy, holy. And he's going to be blasphemed in public in Dodger Stadium. And so we want to make public reparation for for the offenses against the sacred heart of Jesus. And the offenses against the immaculate heart of Mary. So our motive to be out there is out of love for God and love for our faith.
2: And, and ultimately, the love will triumph. I mean, all the things that they can do through violence and, humi- and humiliation and sacrilege and all, they, they are nothing compared to the love that we can show, whether it be uh, just for God there or even just, yeah, making those reparations for them, uh, hopefully showing them and them having a conversion of heart because, I mean— all this, the violence, the hate, all these things, they can only go so far. But as we, as we know, as Scripture tells us, love conquers all of those things.
0: Yes, amen. Yep, and also the first pope says, love covers a multitude of sins. Thanks amen. a lot, my friend. We'll see you next week, partner.
2: God bless, Jesse.
0: All righty, you got it. You've been listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Uh, just want to remind you that we serve the virgin most powerful. She's a 12-star general. Pray the rosary every day. Start the novena to the Sacred Heart of Jesus today, day one. Read your Holy Bible every day. And remember, your prayers wound, inflict pain, torment, and drive demons away from you and your family. Let's unite our prayers to the heel of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let's unite our prayers to the Sword of St. Michael. And continue delivering powerful blows to the kingdom of darkness and tear down the gates of hell which are modernism, Marxism, and masonry. Remember, Christ conquers. Christ reigns. Christ commands. Christ is our king. This is our battle cry. I don't care if you're five or 105. God from all eternity chose you to be where you're at at this time in history to change the world. We're called to holiness according to our state of life. God bless you, family. See you next time.